Brad? Yeah, what's up, Isaac? Did you ever think we'd live in a world where monoliths would be on the news? Okay, alright. Now hear me out. I know where the monoliths are coming from. Do? Yes. So the monoliths are coming out of the earth because that we are on a Necron tomb world and the Necrons oh, are starting to wake up <laughs> and they are coming to take us all to you know die pretty much so in my opinion warhammer 40k has predicted this that's why this year the necrons became the big bads in warhammer 40k because they saw this coming 2020 would be the year a necron invasion would occur i agree yeah totally this, would, this so. is not the year to mess with monoliths <laughs> yeah you know so let's get into it Happy Monday, everybody. Super Swole Bros are back, and uh, it is, you know, 2020 is almost over, but it's still quite a, a year of surprises left in store for us. You, you'd uh, think we'd slow down with the prizes, but we haven't. No, no, it just keeps going. It keeps going. There, there's no end to it. No end in sight. Um, but yes, we, we did talk a little bit in the intro about these monoliths and really i do keep telling my friends it is necrons i'm convinced it's necrons this seems like a very necron thing to do they are the tomb world is is waking up and unfortunately the tomb world is earth and we're all you know going to be evaporated by necron you know tesla blasters or whatever it's called i can't yeah, remember like honestly as, 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 as a person who has spent perhaps a little bit too much time in fantasy worlds yeah <laughs> I, I can i can you know with a great degree of competence say do not mess with mysterious disappearing monoliths yeah don't like, do it it never really ends well for anyone be. involved it's just a bad idea i i remember when they talked about the first one that popped up i think it was the first one in utah yeah it was it was utah and then there was um romania and the last one i heard about was cali yeah, on a mountaintop or something in California. I don't know who's doing this. It's really cool, honestly. Oh, but... yeah, no, whoever, whoever like, is in charge of this, like, guys, you're doing it, like, this is actually really interesting. It's really cool, and it's getting people talking, and I, I appreciate it. However, if it's Necrons, you know, we're all screwed. Yeah. But, you know, well, we can talk a little bit more about the monoliths a little bit later. Guys, this has been uh, a crazy year. We're coming to the end of it. Only two more Super Swolbros episodes for this year. This is one of them, so one more after this. Oh, I didn't um, think about that. Yeah, so the next episode, we're going to be talking about like how this year has affected our workout routines. Um, because, obviously, it's had a huge impact. And we're also probably going to be talking quite a bit about uh, video games, like the video games that have been released and what we have been continually waiting on. But before any of that, we did have a Swole Juice review for Back the day. A, quite um, a different one this time, though. Yes. So we did. And you recorded your uh, initial reactions to it, correct? No, I just took it today. So I'm going to record that. I'm going to tell you right now. I just had it. Like, yeah, I worked so, out so... and then I came here to record <laughs> So what we'll do, uh, we'll, uh, because I recorded my initial reactions to it, um, I'm going to kind of splice it together with uh, what you have to say. So why don't you go ahead and tell me your first reactions before the workout to the uh, Swole Juice. And now this is um, caged muscle, non-stem pre-workout, they call it pre-caged, and it was the fruit punch flavor. 
kind of a lot. It's so it's 16 to 20 ounces of water. I put it at 18 ounces. Now, before I even try it, I need to point out that I am actually a really big fan of caged muscle. I really like their stuff. So uh, I'm really hopeful on this right now. Um, it's pink, but not quite. It's really weird. It's almost like a milky pink color. And let's, let's just give it a try. So this is the fruit punch flavor. You know, it tastes just like fruit punch. Like, it's not even a joke. It tastes exactly like fruit punch that you would get at lunch as a kid. Kind of nostalgic. I like it. It is very sweet, though. Now, I know some people don't really like something very sweet. That's something to keep in mind. So, you know what? I'm... Maybe this is because of my blind loyalty to this company and I really like them. I'm going to give it an 8. I, I, I would give it higher, but I I feel like an 8 eight is right where it needs to be. But, you know, I guess we'll uh, we'll see how it works. I will say this. As, as far as flavor goes, it wasn't offensive. It was something that I could keep going back to without having to be like, you know, like just I didn't have to down it all at once. I could take my time. It was pleasant enough. It wasn't pleasant enough for me to finish right away. I'll say that. <laughs> and to be fair, the it accounted for like 18 ounces of water. That's like three-fourths of my water bottle right there. <laughs> so it was normally the pre-workouts were like half that and something you can think of as a shot almost. This one you really couldn't unless you were like really into it. I'm not sure how it felt. I... What was your initial score, flavor score? I'm going to say a six. It, it it wasn't bad. It just wasn't Okay, so one so that I couldn't I, put down. So I gave it an eight on my initial flavor score. Um, and we will talk a little bit more about that. But what is your reaction for during the workout to it? Um, I don't know if it I don't know if it got me. I didn't really feel a pump as much. But this, this was a non-stim, and it, I thought it would I thought we compensate because it has like way more volume. But I'm gonna say maybe a four because I didn't really feel much. So I feel like this one with the pump, it was a little bit of a slower build. So like it was there, it just took a little bit longer for me to kind of feel it, um, and you know I'm gonna have to give it a five. It, it was, it was, you know, it's not a bad pre-workout. It's just, I know we've had better. Now, again, I'm kind of trying to go into the non-stim pre-workouts. Maybe this is, this one flavor-wise for me, it was good. Um, the pump wasn't as good as I have experienced with other pre-workouts in the past. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, we're talking about heart issues and stuff like that. Maybe this is kind of what I need. Yeah, this, um, this, this wouldn't be my first choice for a pre-workout, but this is one I would be willing to use again. Yeah, but so it kind of gave us an overall score of a six Yeah, on this one. Which kind is of a lower more score. positive than negative, but not that positive. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. It is, it is definitely one to check out, though. Yeah, like it, if you it, have issues with stimulant workouts or stimulant pre-workouts, this could be an option for you. And it's, you know, it works. Yeah. Slow burn, but it works. Yeah, and when I 
first had it, um, I, I had a very long day and I was very tired and it definitely woke me up, gave me that little pep that I needed to get into the gym, um, for the short workout that I did. I think it was like a 35 minute workout, but again, it was just the pump from it kind of slowly built. You know, maybe that might've been it for me too, because I closed today and yesterday and you don't have a full day of rest between Saturday and Sunday for us. Yeah. You have a day and a half to do it. Or no, half a day, basically. Yeah. So, so I, you know, it's, it's, it might be a uh, one that's worth looking into again later on. I mean, I'm going to, you know, obviously with a lot of these pre-workouts, I buy them and I'm going to continue to use it. So, you know, we may I may update the score later on. But as for right now, yeah, we're giving it about a six overall. And that we really do need to talk about this. This is inevitable. Isaac, it looks like we are going to be going into another shutdown. Not another confirmed, quarantine. but very likely. Yeah. Um, possibly more than likely before the end of December. We're kind of hoping that doesn't happen. So what are your thoughts, Isaac, on how we kind of the first shutdown was kind of like out of, you know, not out of nowhere, but no one expected it to really happen the way it did and i'll, I'll say this um i feel like a second shutdown more people at this point would be willing to follow the rules better and i'm, ha I'm hesitant to say that though because as, as we've seen if you've been paying attention to the world yeah not everyone cares about the rules no people and, will and go again, out of their way to flaunt them and again guys we're talking about a health issue Okay, we aren't politicizing this, but, you know, if there's another shutdown right now, we're talking in California, um, you know, guys, just try to follow local ordinance and CDC guidelines. Just see, do what I, you I, have to do to be safe. I get the need for it because uh, everywhere our numbers are spiking. We had like two days in a row where we had record breaking numbers in a bad way. Yeah. And last week, uh, I believe it was last week, COVID was the number one reason for death in the united states above heart, heart disease attack. and yeah. counts it like was above everything which is absolutely insane and guys you know we need to take this seriously and uh, just but, consider the fact we broke that record two days in a row yeah so let's but let's not keep talking about the you know demon in the room um but we should really address how the first shutdown you and i we weren't really able to keep up with a really good workout regime like regime we tried and we really did but we didn't we don't have the money to buy equipment yeah so i really feel like that this shutdown we are going to need to try harder it's going to um, be a shorter shutdown from what i've heard potentially yeah. but we still need to find a way to try harder and that kind of brings me into the idea of cardio with weight now, this is something we've both explored before in different ways because i've i've done some cardio with ankle and like arm weights mm -hmm. but they kind of i'll be honest they didn't those weights didn't last because they kind of burst and they were like sand weights so yeah and and i do it every now and then with a weighted vest i haven't used my weighted vest in quite some time but it's definitely something that i'm gonna need to start using again i need to get back into my cardio routines it's just a lot harder right now with you know work shutdowns happening all the everything's crazy right now for everyone and it's very cold I'll, I'll say it's, the morning it's right getting, here over now. It's, cold. it's getting cold. It's getting cold. Not not terrible, but a little bit cold. But there are other ways to do weighted cardio. 
so one of the ways is with dumbbells i mean isaac you've seen it i've seen it people going with their dumbbells in hand doing power yeah. walks or a light jog or even just a normal walk holding dumbbells now i don't know if you realize this but that has an additional benefit to it and that is grip strength depending on how heavy these dumbbells are the further you're going the more you're holding on to them the more you're working your forearm and grip strength and honestly i didn't think about that but i guess that's true huh and that's honestly yeah and as for you being somebody who is working on your pull-ups extensively trying to get so to close. that you're so close. so close we'll get into that in a bit but that might be something that'll benefit you because you'll be able to grip onto the bar a little bit longer and hold your weight a little bit more if your grip strength improves so that's one thing to look into if you know dumbbells become readily available and we're able to buy some we'll see because i don't think they've been restocking as fast as that people have been buying to be honest oh no not even close now with there's another one kettlebells see that's one i've never seen like as, so, as cardio so kettlebells tend to be more in the crossfit category something that neither of us really are experts in neither of us has, has ever really experienced crossfit but i've seen a few workouts that kind of make sense so i've seen one where people hold it over their shoulder and as they do their jog they kind of like lift it up almost in a shoulder press and then like they'll switch hands for a little bit and do it again now depending on how heavy that kettlebell is you're adding weight onto your cardio whether you're doing a fast walk or a jog or a regular walk. You're adding the weight, which is helping with your muscles, you know, your leg muscles, your calves, your quads, your hamstrings. Those are all being affected just by something that you have that you're holding on your upper body while you're doing those shoulder presses. It's almost like a two for one. Now, again, you can totally do that with a dumbbell. It's just I always see it more often with kettlebells. I don't know why. I feel like the way the weight distributed on a kettlebell makes that easier. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I, you know, I'm not too sure. Now, there are other ways. Now, you said you had those ankle weights and stuff. Yeah, like, I used to have them. They kind, of, they kind of burst on me because they were kind of cheap and with, like, sand. So the yeah. sand leaked out and it's all, they got everywhere and I had to get rid of them. But while I had them, I would do that and... Like all, all I did was go for a jog with those wrapped around my ankles. Yeah. It wasn't too terrible, but it, it wasn't, I was noticeably slower and it was, at the end of it, it was hard to lift my legs to make the run a run rather than a, rock, a walk. Mm -hmm. they, no, they are, sure. They're valid. It's just get some decently quality ones to not burst. Yeah. Now, I'm sure there are plenty of other forms of cardio with weight that we're excluding sorry guys but we are trying to move on we, we have like everything set up and we're also trying to keep our episodes to the 40 45 minute mark and with uh after i splice in my audio i might not even splice in my audio from the pre-workout because i gave my score in this it's fine um then we we need to you know keep going but the one thing that i really wanted to talk a lot about today is chest day now, see, we didn't actually work out together, but apparently we did both get a chest day today, or this week. Yes. So, chest day is tends to be a lot of people's favorites. I kind of understand why, but at the same time, I don't. Um, well, it is like... I think it's like the most basic thing you think of when you work out. You're bench pressing. 
Yeah, everyone, whenever you talk to somebody, they always have that idea in their mind of weightlifters. Oh, what do you bench? Yeah, that's that's kind of like the go-to no. idea when you think of exercise at a gym. Yeah, and then my question to that is, okay, are we talking about a dumbbell bench? Are we talking about an incline bench? Are we talking about a decline bench? Are we talking about a wide grip, you know, close grip? Are we talking well, Brad, about Brad, Brad. Most yeah, people a... have not put in the amount of thought you have into torturing yourself. <laughs> Which I then pass on to you, and you torture yourself. Oh no, this is something that um, Vanessa told me about too. Uh, Brad, would, whenever we're working out and Brad's around... He'll go around looking for ways to make it harder. Because she said she was doing the um, uh, the row machine. And you oh, showed yeah. up and said, you know you can make that harder, right? And she's like, what? <laughs> and he just, he just turned it up all the way to 10 on her, right? She's using it. <laughs> yep, I did. And I, and I immediately sympathized because you've done the exact same thing to me. <laughs> yeah, that's just how I am. No, but uh, part of the reason I did that to her is I noticed that whenever she is on the rowing machine... She usually has it on 10, and that time she didn't. I think she just doesn't check and just, it's whatever yeah, we leave I, it at. I, think I usually doesn't. leave it at 10 anyway, because that's yeah. why I use it at. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about chest day because, to me, chest day is one of the more versatile ones when you're talking about using gym equipment. We can use, obviously, for any exercise, you can use almost uh, anything. an insane amount of equipment. But I always feel like chest has, like, the most useful ones when you talk about using all these different types of equipment i think so it's on just hand, it's such a basic motion that anything yeah. can fit yeah so and you know when you do your chest you're also working out your arms you're working out your shoulders you work out a little bit of your back and you know sometimes even a little bit of your abs depending on what exercise you're doing so i kind of want to ask you isaac on an average chest day what three chest workouts do you always have in the mix i want to do the um Obviously, like the straight up press, like up and down, solid. Mm-hmm. I try to incorporate the fly just because when you're fighting against gravity, that's one thing. But when you're just generating the motion all on your own, you can go a higher weight, right? And it can, it, it's kind of like a not, it's not very comfortable motion, I admit. But mm-hmm. when you can notice that you can pull more and more, even when you haven't been working your chest specifically... It kind of yep. like, I have been, well, like, how further can I go, you know? Yeah. But I think I think those are the only two, ch- like, things I did for chest day. Because, I'll be honest, most of my time, I'm only able to do my own personal workout for, like, 45 minutes to tops before I have to start packing stuff in as a close. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. So, so <clears throat> yeah. So for me, um, since you did two, I'll do two. Uh, the two ones that I almost always do is one of them is an inclined uh, neutral grip or hammer grip bench press, but I have the dumbbells together. And you bring them down together and push them up together. Um, I know there's another name for it. I want to say it's called the hex, like the closed hex bench press. I can't remember. But that one is one that I, I do almost every chest workout. And I almost always do it on an incline. Um, And the reason for that is it helps target your upper chest and the inside that that crevasse, you know, between your pecs, you know, get that get got to get that canyon going. You know what I'm saying? I mean, kangaroo sensei will be proud the bigger canyon you got. I will say this is weird. I've 
I've always been bigger, so I've never had one before. I've never had a Kangen Bear. I, neither have it, I. It's, it's weird to like see it start to form. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Uh, the other one that I almost always do is a regular dumbbell bench press. It's now, kind of standard, you know? It's yeah, and just... part of the reason that I really like it is you don't necessarily need a spotter. Like, if you're doing a regular bench press with a barbell, you need a spotter just in case. If you push yeah. yourself too hard, you would. it's a good idea to have somebody there to make sure you don't hurt yourself. That's with, one thing that with... I do at the gym when, like, I see someone going to the squat rack to do bench presses. I'll kind of, like, stop and see, like, do I need to help them? Because we had to do that once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that poor guy. Yeah, so it's just kind of trying to keep to a rhythm with it, but it's something that you can do without needing the help. Yeah, and if you're gonna do like a, a straight up regular bench press, I would just use dumbbells because there's less of a chance that you can injure yourself. You still can if you're not careful, but it won't immediately crush your chest because you're like uh, yeah anything anything in the gym you can injure yourself with let's make that very very clear Brad's tested this extensively <laughs> I've hurt myself at the gym not even using the equipment just like walking into it by accident hitting your head on something <laughs> you know like I don't so. doubt it because <laughs> I've seen I've seen the way you are when you work out sometimes you're like but to be fair, you put me through that too, so I know exactly how it Exactly, feels. exactly. Now, another thing that I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about when it comes to the chest day is it always seems like when you talk about a chest day, there are, again, so many exercises you can do, but the reason that I wanted to ask your go-to is I always see people doing very similar workouts week after week after week on their chest day. Um, and I'm kind of wondering if it's just because we get comfortable with these workouts and we don't want to expand it, or if it's also has to do with the limited, you know, equipment we have access to at the gym currently. Well, like a lot of it I've noticed is people who are going consistently to the gym right now, especially, they are kind of set in their routines of what they're going to do, even yeah, if they don't realize true. it. Like I'll see that, like some guy will... Um, almost always target some of the same muscles every day yeah and it's crazy i'm like don't you need to rest those man but no he just he, he always does that shoulder press every single time i see him i know exactly who you're talking about yeah yeah exactly like do, like don't you need a break at one point yeah <laughs> because you need, I, like, you need to mix it up yeah like i i don't always like target everything every day differently but i'll I won't do the same exercise again and again and again and again, except for the farmer's carries, but that's, we're, we're paid to do that. It's different. And another one that you do pretty consistently is your pull-ups. That's just because that's a personal thing for me, because I, we're going to move on to the favorite workout of the week. I am, I can feel it closer and closer to doing a push-up without any assistance at all and being able to go up and down from a flat. Pull-up. Like, you said push-up. Yeah. Uh, pull-up. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, like I've, I've had push-ups down for a while. Let's get that straight. <laughs> but pull-ups, like I, this is the first time where I've had progress of being able to go from a dead, like hang, to getting some upward motion. Like I can get from like uh, about from here to about getting my head to about right, just barely getting your forehead at the bar, right? Yeah. 
yeah, that's about where I am from a dead drop. And that's never happened for me before. Hey, and that's, again, that's the progress that we're seeing. Yeah, that's why, like, I've, I haven't been doing pull-ups exactly, but I've been targeting the same muscles in different ways and then trying it. And it's really gratifying to see that even without actually doing the pull-ups, I'm getting closer to being able to do the pull-ups. Yes. Like, the days I don't do pull-ups on training, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's so gratifying. It's like, finally! Yeah. That's been, that's been a goal you've had for me since, like, we started the Spartan race, because you said, by the way, you're going to need to do a pull-up. I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah, and, you know, whenever we get that Spartan race going, you're going to have to do your pull-up. Now, but my considering favorite... that it might be far away than we think, I might yeah. get there. <laughs> hey, we'll see what happens. But uh, my favorite workout of the week, I did a dumbbell bicep curl, but I did pause curls. So explain the pause part, because I got everything so up until the pause. What are you up, talking about? You bring it up to where it's halfway to where your, your forearm is parallel to the floor, and oh. you pause, count to two, then bring it up all the way pause count to two then bring it back to that first pause pause count to two and then bring it down are you segmenting the pain for yourself yes like i get how that can be useful but why it helps so when you talk about pausing uh in your workouts at the different points sorry one sec when you talk about pausing your workout at the different points it helps you're straining that muscle a little bit more and it helps build the muscle a little bit faster. So you gain the strength a little bit faster, but there's a lot more pain involved. And also you need a more recovery time afterwards. Like, I, I feel like that would really, really supercharge your endurance, but it'd be hell to do consistently. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one of those things where it was like, that was one workout that I did. And I made sure that when I did it, I was not doing another arm Start workout the next day so the next day i think i did legs where you're still using your arms a little bit but not as much as say a back day or a chest day that's fair now isaac as much as i will talk to you about the gym for the rest of eternity i know you, that you have i know that you have heard a little bit of news on some cyberpunk it is at the time of our recording, it is days away. And actually, by the time it's airs, it'll be even closer. So it's it's still days away. So do they have an actual date now? The 10th of December. Mm. And I believe this is going to drop on the 7th? I believe so. So it'll be three days after this drops. I It's so close, I don't want them to delay it again. I will... I might uppercut somebody. I don't know who. It might be you. <laughs> who knows? Don't don't uppercut me. Uppercut somebody else who deserves it. I mean, then again, sometimes I deserve it. But the problem with Cyberpunk 2077 is we need a console to play it on, Isaac. It. You can. I know it's backwards it. compatible. I know it works on the Xbox One, but I want that sweet, sweet Series X. Yeah, but if you buy it now. It'll be optimized for Series X. Like, you won't have to buy it again. I know. No, I know. I know. So, I'm buying it now. Like, obviously. But 
You know why I can't find an Xbox Series X right now, Isaac? Because I'll tell you. I know exactly why, and I'm going to let you say it because it's a problem everywhere. Scalpers. Oh my god. Now, for those of you who don't know what a scalper is, a scalper is someone who will buy something and then s turn around and sell it for a higher, pro a higher price to make a profit. And because of the... You see it a lot. You see it a lot when you talk about concerts. You know, before the apocalypse, there were always scalpers getting these tickets, selling them for a higher price, especially later on when people are like, oh man, I really want to see this band. And right now, especially when you talk about next-gen consoles, this kind of tends to be a trend that happens almost every year. Yeah, but where... it's especially worse this year because the supply is just not able to meet demand. Yeah. And oh, there, yeah. there is actually a literal scalper like ring, like a group of people that are going around buying a lot of these consoles and they're charging a monthly fee to random citizens that they will teach you how to be a scalper, basically. It's become it's an industry. <laughs> it's become a, you know, but like they teach you like when and where to buy and like for how much you should try to sell it for to like make a consistent profit. Hmm. But this has become such an issue that there have actually been stores that are canceling orders when they see it's multiple consoles up at once. Just because they don't have the supply to meet demand for everybody. And if scalper groups are buying them all up, like rolling their money to buy them up to sell them for a higher profit, it's going to inflate the prices to the point where no one's buying them. Yeah. It's. I understand why scalpers exist, and if you can make a profit on it, good for you. But... 2020 has made that like it's made that so much worse yeah and in earlier in 2020 there was a scalper group who scalped hand sanitizer yeah and that, that was different. And they that got, was they got slapped down by the law yeah they, because that was like a supply that people needed yeah this is a this is a consumer item that people don't actually need but they really really want it and especially right now when we're talking about people, especially for us, we might be stuck in our homes again for another three to six weeks. This is something that I would really like to have. It is. And like, especially now, like it's Christmas time. This is when people are getting things. Exactly. Like the option to get it instead of having to pay $2,000 on eBay for one. Yeah. And I've They're seen going some of the, yeah, I've seen crazy prices for these. And this kind of brings me, we might've talked about this in one of the episodes. I can't remember, but uh, on my other podcast, one of the guys was talking about how PS4 is consistently beating Xbox in sales right now. And my answer to him was, well, everything's sold out right now. So you don't really have accurate numbers. And the yeah, reason like I say that is because, Hey, you know, Sony could have made more consoles than Xbox did. So yes, they there are more consoles for Sony sold, but they're all sold out, so it doesn't really matter. If Xbox yeah. and Sony had made the same number of consoles at market at the same time, then we have a consistent number that we can talk about who's winning what. And to me, honestly, I don't care who's winning what. I just want the Xbox. I would just like the option to buy it and play something, rather than having to wait before a supply like, refills because someone decided they need to scalp four different consoles to make a profit yes yes it's, it's kind of annoying it's just you're making it whenever, harder for everyone else whenever we're able to get our xboxes we will 
talk about them. Uh, we'll, we'll do a product review on the Xbox Series X, but I know that for Black Friday, you got yourself some goodies. Okay, so I was able to get Watchdog Legion because it was on sale, and I thought, you know what, if there was a time for me to want I was interested in it, but it was kind of, it wasn't a good time to buy it. It was on sale for like 40 bucks. I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Cause yeah. I was gonna save that money for Cyberpunk when they first came out, but you know, that didn't happen. Yeah. coming out now so it's a little different but i will say this about watchdog legion or watchdog legion it's fun but it's it feels like it's a game i'm only gonna play through once or twice like i've been taking my time with it and it's a really cool system where you like anybody you see on the street you can recruit to be part of your um group that's and yeah that's really character. interesting it was it, it really nice because I think part of the reason I didn't get into Watch Dogs, like the first one, was that I didn't really care too much about the protagonist's story. It kind of just seemed extra and distracting to what I wanted to do. I wanted to go around and cause havoc with my hacker. That's all I wanted to yeah. do. And this is, I can do that here. And it's great because I literally have an assault grandma. Mm. I mean, I, I recruited a grandma. That, that like her special <laughs> her special thing was she has access to a shotgun okay That's it. assault grandma got it yeah so it's really funny because i gave her um a gadget that lets her become invisible for a short time mm -hmm. so she'll infiltrate somewhere gun down her enemies go invisible and walk out and it's just hilarious to see because they can't do anything to stop her <laughs> So I, I old actually, lady in the get to it in the stopper. I, I've been like kind of keeping a, a little bit of track on this game. Watchdog isn't really my style of game, but it looks like it'd, it'd be a lot of fun. So I'm like, you know, knowing that there is an assault grandma. <laughs> oh, you can make anything basically. Yeah. Like, it's it's less about the characters you play than it is the abilities those characters have. Like, you don't recruit someone based on how cool they look. You recruit them based on. Oh, you've got fast hacking, fast cooldowns, and you can steal uh, money whenever yeah. you take someone down. I'm getting you. <laughs> and like, then you were you were saying something about uh, somebody's girlfriend and a PlayStation Five. So this one was kind of just a little news bit that I thought was hilarious, and I got I got to I got to give this guy a shout out. Man bought a PS Five. Props to you for finding one. Yeah, I know, but right? He, like... He did not tell his girlfriend that he bought a PS5. He said it was an air purifier. So he had to hide the fact that he bought a PS5. Oh but my god. On one hand, props for you for selling that lie. On the other hand, she found out about it. And like, this is not an air purifier, this is a console. And she sold it. Like, so, like, to go through all that to get a PS5 and for your girlfriend to sell it... You my might, guy. My, either the, the one of two things: either you need to break up with her because you're in a bad relationship. Blink twice if you need help, or or maybe you're an asshole and you need to spend more time with your girlfriend. Or I, th I feel like the easy way out of that solution was maybe don't say it's an air purifier and just say just you bought a PS5. Tell her the truth, yeah. Like she won't like it, but she won't sell it. She'll just say, "Oh, okay, you're wasting money on that." At least you were upfront about it. Yeah. She only sold it to spite him because he lied. I feel I get that vibe. Like it, not that I'm in a relationship, but if I was, I would tell my significant other, 
hey, I'm gonna buy this $500 console. Be cool? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I wouldn't... My, my fiance knows that I want the $500 console. Yeah, like, so, and she's cool with it, obviously, right? She's well aware of it. So, like, it's... It, it's better to just tell them up front. That yes. way there's no overreaction like this. I agree this, with you. This yeah. hurts me, and I don't even want a PS5. Yeah. <laughs> this just hurts me. Ah. Oh. And I, I do want to say, I, I forgot to add this in the loadout, but I feel bad for a lot of players right now who are getting screwed over because of the Joy-Con drift. I see that like every other day, someone else has a complaint of, oh, I lost this online match. Oh, I lost this legendary because of drift. Oh, I lost the chance for a Master Ball because of drift. <laughs> like, and this is something that I feel because I like was playing Pokemon an hour ago, or not an hour ago, like four hours ago. Oh, geez, sorry. Time flew by today. Jesus. Yeah, it really did. It's been going. All right. Yeah, but like I was, there was one move was super effective and one was not. Can you guess which one I picked? The not super effective one, because I'm assuming joy, uh, con uh, joystick drift or whatever. Yeah, see, I, I, I use the Nido King and he has access to a lot of different moves, so there's always gonna be one that's super effective almost. Yeah. But I picked one that's not only not super effective, I picked one with no effect. Because oh the God. drift <laughs> happened. See, you just need a new Joy-Con, dude. I, I do, but that's also money that I'm not spending on other games. But do you know what's probably going to be super effective in the box office coming up? What might that be, my friend? Monster Hunter. I don't doubt it, because it looks... I'm not going to lie, I'm going to watch it. it. It looks interesting enough for me to watch. I, I will say this, though. It is having some issues. <laughs> As I've heard. Yeah. Why don't um, you tell us about the issues, Isaac? So, uh, here in the U.S., we're not going to get that movie until the 25th. We're not going to get it until Christmas. In China, though, it's already released. It's having some issues, though, because... In, like, the first ten minutes, I think, there's, like, a punny dialogue between two characters. Mm -hmm. And it was poorly translated oh, in God. China to sound like a slur against them. And they perceive it as an insult. Oh, God. So... Within a day of them releasing it, it's already been pulled, and they're having to, like, make a new cut of the movie with that out, just for that little thing. Yeah. Um, on the one hand, I get it. This is the culture right now where it's it's a cancel culture, basically. So they should do that before being canceled. On the other hand, it is a mistranslation. This wasn't made for a Chinese audience, exactly. Mm -hmm. They had to they have to translate it, and translations aren't exactly perfect. You know, stuff that's true. Between. Yeah, stuff falls between the cracks. This one did. Like, on one hand, props for them for, like, taking care of the issue immediately. On the other hand, it doesn't seem like a big issue to me. But that's because I'm not affected by it, personally. So that, that just made me looking on the outside. I do yeah. want to say, though, without spoiling The Mandalorian... Oh my god, you need to watch The Mandalorian. Especially the latest episode. Have you seen it, Brad? I still have yet to watch the Mandalorian. 
haven't had a chance. I'm going too soon. I promise, Isaac. Don't hurt me. Don't hit me. No, yeah, I, I have not had a chance to actually watch The Mandalorian yet. Okay, um, so all I can safely say without spoiling anything of the latest episode was... Did you ever see Rango? No. There's this one scene, this one tick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a picture and send it to you. Wait, Rango. Wait, is that the? It's the one where Johnny Depp with a little. Uh, yeah, lizard. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Okay, yeah. Okay, so remember the snake, and at the very end, it's just I tip my hat to you, one legend to another. Yeah. This last episode felt like nothing but that scene. Oh my god. If you see it, you'll understand what I mean. But I had an audible like. <gasps> Of excitement when I first saw. I, I can't say it without spoiling anything. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. We we we'll, we can talk about it another time. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But okay. I know there's some other Star Wars things coming out of Disney Plus. Yeah, and like this is something that I'm um, getting a vibe of. It kind of seems like they're pulling an Arrowverse. You know how like Arrow started with yeah. one show and it branched off into this like big continuity. Yeah. So I know they're doing Kenobi. Supposedly. Yeah, that one, oh no, that one's it's set to film next year in January. Oh, okay, okay. So it's it's more than like that's like probably definitely gonna happen. Yeah, like it's been in the works. There's there's no stopping it at this point. It's gonna happen. There's gonna be some issues because you know it's still yeah, yeah. in lockdown yeah. times. But like if they're able to do Mando with it, I mean I'm sure they'll they'll have proper precautions. Mm-hmm. But like it, it kind of seems like Star Wars is putting together its own arrowverse like entity on disney plus because we have kenobi there's rumors of ahsoka getting her own series and now there's even new rumors of a new republic series like set mm. just after the fall of the empire see i think that'll be very interesting yeah because this is like the in-between between episode what was it six and seven yes like, this would be that time period that we know kind of little about outside of the comics. Yeah. And let's be honest, not a lot of people are reading the comics because... No. It's no kind one's of a... reading the comics. I mean, I am, but that's because... That's when I When I say no one's reading the comics, it seems like there's a lot of Star Wars fans, correct me if I'm wrong, who are really pissed about what Disney's doing to Star Wars. So a lot of them are just not going into the new lore and they're only remembering what we now call Legends. Yeah, but there is hope because they are like they're, they're expanding different time periods now. Not not the Skywalker saga is done basically. Yeah, they're branching out because we have like like Mando and other things. It's branching out, and exploring beyond that. That's true. That's true. And I'm down for that because Galaxy is a big place. You can make anything fit. So if you're a good enough storyteller, you can have a field day in anything in Star Wars. That you know, and I agree with you. That is a very good point that you bring up, and. Uh, right now we're kind of hitting our time. I know there's one quick thing you wanted to talk about. Let's kind of skip oh, through wait, it. I'm sorry, we... Isaac. No. Oh, yeah, dang, we're, you're right. Yeah, we're we're going pretty good right now. <laughs> so, um, it kind of got away from us a little bit. It, it did, but it did. So, uh, especially the monolith. You know, the Necrons are coming, guys. Just be prepared to um, encounter giant metal walking skeletons with glowing green guns that will evaporate you. Um, so you know, if you just... think if you think you can take them, just think you can't and run. Yeah, yeah, that that's all you need to know. They come back to life. Yeah, they no they have that. they have their uh, resurrection protocols. We do not. 
we're, we're kind of outmatched. But we're <laughs> moving on to other things. Um, <laughs> how much do you know about the Metal Gear games? So, you know, I've played some Metal Gear games. I never really got into them. It's a very complicated story, I will admit, because there's a lot of things that they tell you in one game and then prove to you the next game that, no, it was a lie. It was all a misdirection. Deal with it. So it's yeah. kind of one of those. But they're like really intense political intrigue sometimes. Yes, I do so know that. It is interesting from a storytelling point of view. And supposedly, I didn't know they were making a movie, but they are, hmm. apparently. And Oscar Isaac, the guy who played um, Poe Dameron, among others, but that's what I can remember him easiest the most. Yeah, yeah. They've cast him as Solid Snake, and I'm kind of, like, on the one hand, I'm, I'm always leery of video game movies. But as we all I, are. I don't think I've seen a movie I didn't think Oscar Isaac did well, personally. And if he's playing Solid Snake, kind of like the main character, I'm, I'm really hopeful it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, right now, video game movies have kind of become a good thing ever since Detective Pikachu. They're, they're evolving beyond what they were. Yes. And I'm excited to see how new video game movies, that's why I was talking about Monster Hunter, I'm excited to see how that's going to come out. I'm, And then you told me about this movie coming out, I'm excited to see what will happen with it. Now, the only issue that I feel like video game movies have had in the past is... It's very hard to take an immersive experience where you are in control of the character and then present it as a, like, film where you have no control over what's happening in the film. Yeah, like, I, I think that's one one thing that's going to help Monster Hunter over Metal Gear is because with Monster Hunter, there was no real... Like, you made a character, but you didn't really have much dialogue, really. You just... Your job is to hunt monsters. Okay. Yeah. What else? That's it. You hunt monsters. Did I do anything else? And Can I, I am, is there I'm very interested. I know that they have like a uh, different. There, Monster Hunter branched off to be have different style games. They even had like a Pokemon style game, um, where it was like you know very plot driven, with some Monster Hunter elements. Um, I yeah. believe it was called Monster Hunter Quest. Um, they've I done was... different things with the Monster Hunter Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter universe, <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of excited to see how this movie will play into the Monster Hunter universe. I, I it it seems it doesn't seem as like it's gonna be as um like the one thing that uh, it has going for it is that the characters are new, but that's nothing. They're not going to interfere with any of the lore of what that character is, because there is no characters that they're meant to be playing. Yeah. Like, that's one thing Oscar Isaac has to deal with as Solid Snake. People know that character. They know what they want from that character. Mm -hmm. With Monster Hunter, you don't. There's just... Every hunter is their own hunter, and you got to deal with everyone as an individual. Yes. These are just more hunters. Like, there's no um, bar for them to kind of measure up to. They can just be themselves as hunters. Yeah. I agree with Which, you. So I think there's more leeway on their part. So they have a better chance, I think. Yeah. And right now, Isaac, I'm still waiting on some Warhammer movies to hit or TV shows. Um, hopefully I will have more news for that in an upcoming episode. But I do not. I feel like now is the time we're going to get it because. Like, uh, the Necrons are coming. Yeah. 
But all right, guys, until next time, just remember that when the Necrons rise up from the ground with the resurrection protocols, pray to the Emperor and pray that his angels will descend from the sky on the Thunderhawks as the Blood Angels, the Ultramarines, come out with their bolters blazing, the Land Raiders crushing the enemy to a pulp as the Dark Angels fly overhead, dropping bombs. And until next time, this is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out. For the Emperor.